Dance. Hello, I'm Rosanna Deerchild, host of Unreserved, a fearless space for Indigenous voices. Together, we learn and unlearn, laugh, and become gentler in all our relations. We're located in what is now called Canada, but we talk about what came before it and what comes next. We're also celebrating our 10th season this year. Wah, ever far. It's a great time to join the circle. Find Unreserved every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, it's me, Gavin. Let's Not Be Kidding is over for now. But if you need more me, good news, I have another podcast. It's called Because News. And each week I quiz comedians on the news of the week. You should listen. My dad does every week, mostly to see what jokes I'm making about him. It's a great way to stay informed. Uh, Well, semi-informed, but with comedians giving you the answers. Here's how we managed to make fun of the news this week. Enjoy, and if you do, why not subscribe? Inflation in Canada is too high. That's just inflation. I just swallowed the beat. Oh my Man, he went right down the notch. It has happened in Vegas. The cops going to stay in Vegas. Because news. With Gavin Crawford. I'm Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News, Canada's Funniest News Quiz. This week, a Belgian man who felt ignored by his family faked his own death and then showed up to his own funeral to teach them a lesson (laughs) about staying in touch. The lesson is that sometimes your instincts about who not to stay in touch with are correct. (laughs) Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel... Here to provide a little domestic interference for a change, it's comedian Jan Carwana. Hi, everybody. Hi. It's so nice to be here. In the middle chair, he is mostly here just to tackle whoever tries to spray champagne on today's winner. Make some room for Craig Lazon. Hey, thanks me, Gav. Maybe this is my week to win. I'll get the champagne. And finally, he is the man who taught all those orcas to go after the yachts. <laughs> Champion of the underdog, it's Cliff Cardinal. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I hope to win again today. <laughs> all right, panel, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was born ready, Gavin. <laughs> then let's go. Here we go. Yeah. It's time, once again, for a news clue, panel, and I hope you've got a good appetite because we are dining out on this one. Listen closely to tonight's specials and be ready for questions. (laughs) Ah, bienvenue à cette once. I'm Jacques, your sommelier. We have tonight a lovely dry cabernet which comes with a pack of gummy worms. Also, I can recommend uh, one of our craft beers, a perfect compliment to all beef winners uh, which have been rolling on hot metal bars for three days. But before you decide, uh, we have also tonight a big gulp of Merlot <laughs> that comes with a sachet of beef jerky and a pack of Belmonts. <laughs> so many choices. I will leave you to peruse. Et joie. <laughs> Thank you, Jacques. All right, panel, there's your news clue for the point. Where can you now finally enjoy a drink with your dinner? I don't know where, but I hope someone tells me because those are all my favorite things. (laughs) 
can you get a beer at the movies? I'm not talking about no Dixie cup neither. I'm talking about a glass of beer. <laughs> um, you actually can now. Yeah. But that's not what I'm looking for. Oh, it's uh, somewhere even newer than that. Uh, Beaver Tails kiosk? <laughs> the TTC? Uh, you're in the ballpark. The name of that restaurant was the Setons. Setons. The 7-Eleven? You are correct for yeah. the point. That is correct. The headline for CBC News is a glass of wine at 7-Eleven? <laughs> Ontario locations to serve alcohol. Convenience stores in Ontario are not allowed to sell beer and wine. So how did 7-Eleven manage to get around that? Your Aunt Cheryl is on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Doug Ford bought shares in 7-Eleven. So uh... <laughs> they obtained a restaurant liquor license. Oh, oh yes. that's smart. Right now, only two 7-Elevens in the province are serving alcohol. This may be good news for 7-Eleven enthusiasts, but there's a caveat to serving alcohol in the 7-Eleven. What is the caveat? You have to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, uh, to start with, <laughs> but there's more. They only sell one drink, and it's a hard Slurpee, and it only comes in three flavors, orange, grape, and jungle juice. <laughs> uh, it is not. Jan, do you know what the caveat is? You have to drink it there while the guy who works there asks why you're not married. <laughs> so why aren't you married? What are you doing here at 1130 at night? You know, where's your husband think you are? You're going to get a half point for that. Wow. You are correct. This you... is what it's like to be a woman in 2023, everybody. You get a half point for that. These guys, <laughs> these guys would have got a full point. Yeah. I'll give you the full point because you do. You have to drink the beverage on the premises. Wow. There is no takeout. It just keeps getting sadder and sadder. sadder. Uh, yes, the alcohol served in 7-Eleven is for... Quote, unquote, dine-in only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they going to have tables? Or do you just have to, like, just wander the find aisles. a place <laughs> to lean? They give, you, they give you the cardboard. Your food comes in the cardboard, so you don't need, you don't yes. need the thing. And, and so many times I've dined on the slices of day-old pizza, chicken tenders with the consistency of a hockey puck, <laughs> and, of course, my favorite, the cream of mushroom soup. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah. You just eat it as you uh, wander around the store doing your groceries. <laughs> I recommend the taquito if you get a chance. <laughs> Apparently, yes, they are going to make a seating area, and that is where they will be able to serve alcohol. I guess you'll no longer allowed, be allowed to drink in the parking lot like what happens now. Well, that's the patio. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the, the patio. patio. they got to get a yeah. different license for that. Yeah. Do you remember a time when you weren't allowed to loiter in convenience stores? Indigenous people still aren't. Well, <laughs> there you go. Apparently, yes. According to the Globe and Mail, there will be trained cooks who prepare potato wedges. <gasps> Pizza, taquitos, hot dogs, and crispy classic chicken wings. Uh, you just be there. You're there on a date and you're like, honey, you've got to try the hot dog. It is sweaty and wrinkly all at the same time. <laughs> Are you looking forward to taking yeah, your, yeah. taking a date to the Seven Eleven? Oh, yeah, of course, of course, I am. First, yeah. first date. That's got to be the spot. Yeah. You can you can hold hands by the flickering fluorescent light, dance to the Muzak version of Chumbawamba's "I Get Knocked Down," and if everything goes well and you find your soulmate, you'll be taking a trip down the aisle that sells tampons for fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Another half point. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a very romantic place. It's a move that says, hey, put this in your purse so we don't have to buy the overpriced crap at the movie theater. <laughs> Ontario is not the only place in Canada where 7-Elevens are allowed to sell alcohol. Where else can you follow your Big Bite hot dog with a beer? Oh got to be Alberta. You are correct for the oh. point. It is indeed Alberta. Oh, yeah. Uh, not only that, in Alberta, 7-Eleven will deliver beer or hard seltzer right to your door. Oh, yeah. According to CBC News, the contract that regulates how beer is sold in Ontario is up in 2025. Doug Ford has said he wants beer and wine in convenience stores. So is this a big step towards that, do you think? Fingers crossed, Gev. <laughs> Fingers crossed. It's the first step. Uh, the first step is admitting that you're powerless over beer and wine lobbyists. <laughs> Our premier is not going to stop until there are full coolers of Molson Canadian in every hospital nursery in this country. <laughs> Next stop, school cafeterias. <laughs> this kid here laughing like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Because news. Canada's funniest news quiz. I am Gavin Crawford. This is Because News. We've got Cliff Cardinal, Craig Lozon, and Jan Caruana. Don't forget that you can see video clips from this show on our TikTok if you're looking for something to break up the entire movie you're watching on there in 30 second increments. (laughs) Oh my God, I do that all the time. Panel. Yes? Yes. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> it's time for Tape of the Week. Ooh. Have a listen to this clip from a politician who was making the headlines this week. And be ready for questions. I will tell you, I just left Miami and I've never seen love in the streets like that. I've never seen it. We've seen a lot of love. I've never seen love like that. That was former American President Donald Trump speaking to fans at one of his golf clubs. According to Trump panel, what had everyone in Miami spreading love in the streets? Five words, Gav. Miami Sound Machine Reunion Tour. (laughs) No, it was copies of his new book, How to Be a Convicted Felon and President at the Same Time and Influence People. It was uh, Donald Trump's indictment, Ah, according to Trump, caused a lot of love to be spread around (laughs) Miami. The CTV headline reads, Trump turns his day in court into campaign event. Mm. Trump pleaded not guilty to dozens of federal criminal charges in Florida. For some points, panel, what is Trump accused of now? Cannibalism. (laughs) It's cannibalism. He ate an orange. Is it uh, his mishandling of classified documents? It, in fact, is. Oh. Uh, yes. There were so many things to choose from. I just took a shot in the dark. It is that he kept and refused to return classified government mm. documents. According to the Washington Post, the somber mood of his arrest was followed by a burst of showmanship <laughs> soon after. He went directly from the courthouse to a Cuban restaurant and made a promise while he was there. What did he promise in the Cuban restaurant? Sanctions against Cuba if he gets back in. (laughs) Again. Resanction them. Good guess. Did he promise to stop picking French fries off of everybody's plate? (laughs) The headline from the Huffington Post is, Trump promised food for everybody at Miami restaurant and then reportedly skipped. Oh, my God. So he had 
had everybody just order whatever they wanted and then stuck them all with the bill. Yep, basically. That is, yeah, that sounds about right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best story I've ever heard about him. Who wants to meet me down at the bar later on tonight? <laughs> During a fundraising speech later that night, Trump repeated his claim that he had every right to hold on to the top secret documents after he left office. He gave a thorough explanation of why the boxes were so precious to him. Have a listen. Many people have asked me why I had these boxes. Why did you want them? Panel, why did he want them? Well, they all said top secret on them. And like, that's his favorite Val Kilmer movie. (laughs) Top secret. You know, he doesn't have them. Vladimir Putin does. Just keep it. He just wants the boxes. Don't look inside the boxes. Here is uh, the reason Trump says he held on to the boxes. These boxes were containing all types of personal belongings, many, many things, shirts and shoes and thousands and thousands of White House pictures, clothing, memorabilia, and much, much more. I hadn't had a chance to go through all the boxes. It's a long, tedious job. I feel bad for him. You, you know how That's it is. The boxes work. sit there, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I got to do that, and you never get around yeah. to it, so you hire some servant to go and do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you guys don't have a lot of boxes <laughs> sitting around at home. Are you worried that you, the boxes you haven't looked in might have the U.S. nuclear codes in them? <laughs> I'm not so nervous about that, Gav, but there was a, a time that my son uh, came to uh, my place for uh, part of the summer, and he uh, had his bag with him. And um, uh, apparently some lunch in there that he hadn't, uh, oh, wow. that he hadn't uh, told us about. And uh, it became what we referred to as Maggot Fest 2017. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> luckily, I was away and, my <laughs> and his stepmother had to deal with that uh, maggot situation. <laughs> there she is. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but uh, it was horrifying. I, I have only heard tell of the, the escapades, but... Nobody wants that. And maybe that's what he was afraid. Don't open the boxes. It might be maggots. You know? <laughs> I had a sandwich in there. It was a lovely sandwich. All my Happy Meals toys are in there. <laughs> right next to the plans to invade Iran. <laughs> my boxes are not a, a matter of national security, but it would take a federal subpoena to get me to organize them. <laughs> that's fair. Trump kept himself cool during most of his speech and only once dropped into what I'm going to call his whiny little kid Trump voice. He did a very weird thing, and he was whining about something. What was Trump whining about during his speech? It's not fair Ron DeSantis is running. I was the Florida scumbag first. People are mean to me. Unprecedented witch hunt. No person in the history of people have been as hard done by as me. Just ask the Indians. They had a cakewalk. It's... It's like comparing apples to... uh, No, I'm not going to say it. It's not a joke. It's not a joke, and I like a joke. Everyone knows this about me. I'm very (laughs) self-defecating. It's like he's here. There are five there. Uh, Cliff, any idea what he was whining about? I don't want to go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to be surprised when you see how close you actually are. Here is what he said. I did everything right, and they indicted me. Hey. Cliff, we'll get the point on that. Great. Was that actually him? That's actually him. I don't know what's up with the point. Can you play that one more time? 
I did everything right and they indicted me. Sounds like, oh, that sounds like Gilbert Godfrey yeah. doing a Trump impression. Yeah, or Daryl Hammond or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, they indicted like... me. I paid for this ice cream and then it fell on the floor. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes and I can't know I don't know which one's the real one. <laughs> The UK Independent ran this headline, Is Donald Trump Going to Prison? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I hope so. But I have every confidence that he'll pardon himself when he becomes president. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And, and, and no one, uh, he had to get a Florida lawyer, and no one would represent him. He couldn't find a local lawyer in Florida that would take the case. You couldn't even get Salino and Barnes. No. <laughs> you slip and fall, we cover it. You get indicted by the federal government, hard pass. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but I would love to be the person representing Trump in court. Because I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here's a crazy question battle. Should Trump be convicted of any of these 37 counts and sent to prison? Oh, God. Yeah. Can he still run for and then serve as president? Yes. Of course he can. You are correct. He can. <laughs> oh, yeah. That doesn't make me happy, though. No. The headline from The Atlantic is Yes, he could still be president from prison. <laughs> I'm the Law and Order president. Bum, bum. <laughs> now there's a show I'd watch, greatest of all the Law and Don't say hello. I'm Rosanna Deerchild, host of Unreserved, a fearless space for indigenous voices. Together, we learn and unlearn, laugh, and become gentler in all our relations. We're located in what is now called Canada, but we talk about what came before it and what comes next. We're also celebrating our 10th season this year. Wow ever far. It's a great time to join the circle. Find Unreserved every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. In orders, I'd be the star, obviously. We got great numbers, Bafo numbers. Celebrities don't go to prison. O.J. Simpson, Wallace Simpson, The Simpsons. I could go on. In the criminal justice system in America, there are two equal but separate entities. The criminals and the presidents who are them. <laughs> pum, pum. Because, 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 news. Canada's funniest news quiz. Prepare yourselves, panel, for it is time for Things in Five days ago, in a galaxy pretty far away, something was discovered that made astronomers super excited. Can you tell me, what is the latest cosmic discovery that has given us all a new hope? JatGBT is bringing Carrie Fisher back to life. Oh, <laughs> bless. For the 135th Star Wars film. <laughs> Any other guesses? This is actually news about something in the sky. Is it a planet that we haven't messed up yet? Yes, it is. What? You're correct for the point. Oh, they discovered a brand new exoplanet. This exoplanet is roughly 65 times larger than the Earth. Easy question here. What is an exoplanet? It's a planet where you send all your exes. <laughs> is it how a planet signs your birthday card? Exoplanet. <laughs> an exoplanet is any planet outside of our solar system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, with that, yeah. 
<laughs> There's something unique about this particular exoplanet. Have a listen to this piece of music and tell me, if you can, how it relates to this discovery. Gavin, reach out with your feelings. <laughs> So that's from Star Wars, right? Yes. Yeah. That oh. particular piece of music is played in Star Wars when Luke is like watching the Oh, sunset. when he's sad. It's a sad planet. <laughs> sad See, music. That's about his home planet? Yes. So is it because you can bullseye a womp rat in your T-16? They're not much bigger than two meters? <laughs> is, is it because you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy? <laughs> the CBC headline reads, New exoplanet discovery sparks hopes... Of hidden Tatooines. Oh. oh. Tatooine, that's his home that's planet. That's his home planet. I have a Tatooine on my lower back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to CBC News, this new exoplanet has similarities to Luke Skywalker's home planet. What are the similarities between this new discovered planet and Tatooine? It has a Sarlacc pit like the one at Carcoon, And the Banthas do have saddles. That right is a guys? deep cut, but no. Uh, no. Is it because it has two sons? You are correct for the point. It is. What? It has oh. two sons. Thank you. Thank you. As Luke's watching those two sons set, that's where that piece of music uh. comes in. It exists in a binary star system, which means it has two suns that revolve around each other. This is the second planet found in that star system. It's a gas giant. Mm-hmm. What is the droid-like name <laughs> astronomers have given to this newly found gas giant? A <laughs> gas giant. That's is it <laughs> Fart 2D2? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Uh, that's a hit. that's a hit with the kids in the front row. <laughs> Uh, good guess. Cliff? C, how about C, Earth will become incompatible for humans by the year 2025, 3PO. <laughs> uh, scary and incorrect. It is called Bebop-1C. Oh, Ooh. that's fun. Yeah, Bebop-1C is somewhere between the size of Neptune and Saturn. All of this is happening in the Pictor constellation, a system that is 1,300 light years away. So you couldn't drive there? No. <laughs> Not without stopping to pee. (laughs) If you were to stand on this planet, you would notice a phenomenon known as eclipsing binary. Mm. What is eclipsing binary? It's uh, when one binary uh, blocks out the other binary. Cliff? Uh, I think I I agree with Craig, except to say that I'm against that. Gavin, (laughs) is it when when one star shines brighter than the other and then those... Lesser star is is not detected. Uh, There's a little bit of that going on on this stage. It's and then, <laughs> Craig is actually correct. Oh, am I? <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, it is when they uh, circle around each other. Good work, buddy. Wow. Mm, listening to because news you are. <laughs> Canada's news quiz it is. <laughs> this week I am joined by panelists Cliff Cardinal, Craig Lozon, and Jan Caruana. <laughs> Podcast subscribers get an extended version of the show, perfect for anyone looking to ignore their children or significant others on those long road trips. <laughs>
The Bank of Canada raised its benchmark interest rate another quarter of a percent last week, and homeowners are feeling the pinch. Some mortgagees are finding new and innovative ways to drum up extra cash. A new service in Canada is letting people rent out their backyards to a distinct clientele. Who are people renting out their yards to? People who love camping but are terrified of the woods. <laughs> it's called Pup Tent B&B. <laughs> no, it's uh, safe injection sites. <laughs> oh, no, is it, is it the homeless? Is it, is it refugees? <laughs> oh, it's, it's not dogs, is it? <laughs> you are correct for the point. Oh. It's dogs. <laughs> Canada, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. The Toronto Star headline reads, Homeowners renting out their property has gone to the dogs. <laughs> Using an app, homeowners with a fenced yard can rent to people who are looking for a private off-leash area mm. for their dog. What is this app called, do you think? Splish. <laughs> yeah. um, the Wizard of Paws? <laughs> the correct answer, it is called Sniff Spot. Oh! Oh boy, that's gross. Oh. That's that is gross. Yeah. But like, how do you? Someone's looking at your phone, and how do you go? They it's see an you, app that's called Sniff Spot. It's not what you think. I swear to God, it's not what you think. It's for my dog. I swear. I swear to God, it's for my dog. You meet me at Seven Eleven later. <laughs> According to the article, why do some dogs need their whole own private dog park? Well, because they can't go with other dogs watching. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, Bouviers are a little pretentious. You know what I mean? Well, my dog doesn't like other dogs. Well, I mean, he, he, he does. He's just that he, he, has a, he has a type. If he doesn't like other dogs, that is uh, one of the reasons. It's for uh, dogs that people don't think are safe in a dog park with other dogs. They have social anxiety oh, dogs. bully dogs. Uh, yeah. And also, dog parks are apparently in short supply in a lot of cities. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's a problem, Gaff. Also, a housing crisis, yeah. but hey. <laughs> Zoom let's, in a dog. let's get these dogs taken care of. Um, Nobody wants to see a dog's genitals made fun of by other dogs. So, yeah, private yeah. dog park. The private yards rent from 14 to $35 an hour, more if they have amenities. Ooh, According to the article, what are the sought-after amenities <laughs> in a sniff spot? Uh, gotta have a fire hydrant nearby. <laughs> <laughs> is it a promise that no one will ever make a shih tzu or cockapoo joke? <laughs> it is sensory patches. What, what does that, that mean? Do they make those for humans? <laughs> It's like a herb garden or something the dog can sniff around in. Wow. Oh. Uh, if you happen to not be a dog lover, there is another way you could make money with your house, if you had a house. There's an app <laughs> called Swimply, which launched in Canada last year. What can you rent on Swimply? Swimply. A wimp. <laughs> it's Swimply. You come to your house, you can make fun of them all you want. Oh, but you look tough, because I'm Swimply. <laughs> You want to impress a girl? Hire me, I'm Swimply. I'm going to stand beside you looking weak. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look really tough, Governor. I'm Swimply. Nobody likes me. Kick me in the shin. Oh, I have an astigmatism, that's why my glasses are so thick. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me four eyes, it's all right. He paid for it. <laughs> Um, it's not a wimpy wimp who comes to your house oh. that you can rent out. No, it's that's, yeah, I think that's a million dollar idea. I think we got to go on the dragon's den. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm in.
It is something uh, homeowners have that they are renting out to strangers. Swimply is the app. Oh, uh, Sex Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I was simi- just- similarly, I was going to say bidets. <laughs> just come in for a good squirt. The correct answer, swimming pools. Oh. Oh, oh that's better. People oh, swim. <laughs> swimmingly. Swimmingly. Okay. It wouldn't be so bad to swim that's in someone's the, pool that's after. The immersion bidet. You get the whole thing. <laughs> the headline from Timmins Today reads, renting out backyard swimming pools can be lucrative, but experts oh, warn of risks. What are the risks associated with renting out your pool? Well, I think we've all seen Caddyshack, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And then a big brown shark came, you know. The, the bidet situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd be worried about people drowning. Uh, that is the risk. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too, yeah. Uh, it is financial liability. Cliff gets the point on that one. I always get the financial liability points. <laughs> How much do you think it costs to rent out uh, someone's backyard pool for an hour? $30? $100. Uh, I'll give you $150, Gavin. <laughs> it averages around uh, 50 bucks an hour. Oh. Yeah, when I was a teenager, it was just free. You called it uh, pool hopping. Yeah. <laughs> jump in there, jump in, splash around until someone comes out with a shotgun, and then you run. Yeah, you can't stay for the full hour, though. Yeah. Panel, did you know there was a site where people could actually list their home bathrooms oh. uh, on an app for people who had an urgent need? I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me the name of the app that let you rent out your bathroom. Uh, Craig. S- toilets. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, Should that's, be. That's pretty catchy. I'm going to guess Mi Casa a Poo Casa. <laughs> It, in fact, was called Air P and P. Well, they're only half right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the number one app. <laughs> and the and number, number two. Yeah. <laughs> it was launched as a joke in 2014, and then somehow became a legitimate business for a while. But sadly, yeah. Air P and P is defunct now. So I guess you have no choice but just rent out somebody's pool. To <laughs> Somehow, we've reached the end of this exciting Because News. Our champion this week is Jan Caruana. So many congratulations, Jan. You have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford, wishing a happy Father's Day to all the dads out there this weekend, and also to me. The dad of this show. (laughs) Now, will you kids please be quiet because I'm trying to watch my show. (laughs) We will see you next week for the season finale. Why? Thank you very much for being here. Give it up for Jen Caruana, Craig Lozo, and Cliff Cardinal. You won by half a point. <laughs> hey, Canada, this is Jan Caruana, winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Cliff Cardinal and Craig Lozon. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Gavin Crawford, Phil Lung, and Jessica Gould. This week, they had help from Chris Siddiqui and John Blair. Rounding out the team, Aaron Conway, Bronwyn Page, Errol Gonzalves, and... 
and our recording engineer, Paul Hodge. That was Because News, my other podcast. You can subscribe to hear 42 episodes a year. Get it on the CBC Listen app or anywhere you get your podcasts. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.